0: Welcome to Health and Life Sciences at the Edge, where we talk about modern challenges and future solutions, brought to you by the Intel Internet of Things Group.
1: Hey there, welcome to the Health and Life Sciences at the Edge podcast, where we talk to you about modern challenges and future solutions, brought to you by the Intel Internet of Things Group. I am your host, Hillary Kennedy, and on today's episode, we're going to introduce the medical imaging pipeline, data preparation, model training, optimization, fine-tuning, so much more. There are challenges and problems to solve, so to help us get to the bottom of it all, I am talking with Deepthi Karkata, Deep Learning Software Engineer with Intel Corporation, and Ryan Loney, OpenVINO Product Manager at Intel Corporation. I'm going to give you some background on our guests. Deepthi Karkata is a deep learning software engineer specializing in ML DL performance optimizations. She has a master's degree in electrical and computer engineering and has co authored several peer reviewed paper publications in the ML domain, as well as some technical articles. And then Ryan Loney enables global product success by leveraging insights from customer behaviors, predictive technologies, and industry best practices. And he is passionate about deeply understanding the customer. Resolving those pain points and applying logical and elegant solutions to customer problems. These two have been very busy. I can't wait to talk to them both. Welcome to the show, guys.
2: Yeah, thanks for having us, Hillary.
0: Thanks for having
1: me. Well, So I want to just dive right in. And and Ryan, I'll start with you. Why does real-time matter for AI-based medical imaging at the edge?
2: Yeah, so I'll, I'll quote, one of our customers, and we'll talk a little bit about the uh, a session that Deepthi and I did recently with GE Healthcare um, at the Intel Innovation Conference. But uh, f- what why it matters for our healthcare partners is they're taking these uh, devices, whether they're you know doing ultrasound, MRI, CT, um, and and running inference, so using AI at the edge. And when they're doing this, there's a you know, a patient at the bedside, or someone who's being intubated, uh, and the results they need to happen, you know, in real time, so that the the doctor or the analyst that's this analyzing these images can can make decisions. And so, it, you know, it has to be done. You know, GE Healthcare said, like, you know, less than two seconds, less than a second, uh, is the amount of time that you need to process this data. And for very large, you know, X-ray images or three D CT scans, uh, that's a difficult task uh, to do with low power hardware, but we're we're helping uh, do that with OpenVINO and with the software from Intel uh, so that they can get that real-time performance at the edge while they're working with a patient.
1: That's amazing. That efficiency is so critical. Um, and Deepthi, can you give us some examples of medical imaging procedures that are being done at the
0: edge? Yeah, definitely. Um... So, uh, I think Ryan talked about it a little bit, uh, but uh, to expand on that, so we know that AI and uh, more specifically neural network techniques are being adopted in the field of medical imaging. So, these techniques range from things like object detection and uh, semantic segmentation, um, and these techniques uh, help the radiologists quickly identify uh, issues. Uh, And they result in many benefits. So many of our partners have been uh, leveraging these advances uh, in these technologies. So, uh, for example, uh, GE Healthcare, Philips, Siemens, uh, Samsung Medicine are some of them. And uh, so the AI techniques that they use uh, range from optimizing use cases uh, for uh, things like, uh, for modalities like CT, X-ray, Uh, MRI and ultrasound. Uh, So to give you some examples, uh, these solutions range from things like bone-age prediction modeling, uh, lung segmentations for CT images. Um, GE Healthcare has uh, also been working on solutions like pneumothorax detection, um, endotracheal tube placement uh, for X-ray images, And there are several other use cases, like Samsung Medicine has been using AI-based nerve tracking to uh, assist uh, with uh, ultrasound images. Um, Siemens has been using AI to help physicians uh, analyze cardiac uh, uh, MRI data. So there are uh, many examples, uh, as we just heard. Um, And many of these are being done at the edge. That's amazing, and i I love
1: that there is such a wide variety of, of uses, but as I mentioned in the beginning, there are some challenges so ryan i'll I'll go to you for this one. What are the challenges facing developers working on optimizing deep learning AI models for the edge? Can you get, you know provide some examples for us
2: yeah so some some of the key challenges that our customers face, and it's not just you know with with healthcare or medical imaging but for retail banking you know education for you know, any any use case where deep learning is applied at the edge, you know, their memory footprint is a key consideration, binary size, you know, every megabyte counts when you're deploying uh, on a low power uh, edge device that, you know, it it's space is not infinite. So you, you need to consider, you know, how much memory each model, uh, AI model is going to consume uh, at runtime, and then making sure that the binary the, that's running is is a minimal footprint. Um, so those those are things that sort of cross mm-hmm. vertical. And then also the latency is especially important for for healthcare. So like we said before with medical imaging, they're you know potentially placing a tube in a patient um, while they're you know uh, waiting for a result to come back from the AI model. So it has to to happen in real time. And that's really where OpenVINO, the uh, OpenVINO toolkit, uh, comes in to help. So it it provides a set of tools uh, to help uh, developers uh, who are building these applications for medical imaging. It helps them improve the model inference performance. So we take models from TensorFlow, PyTorch, uh, different deep learning frameworks, and we convert them to a format that runs on Intel hardware you know whether it's a Intel CPU an integrated GPU or other accelerators, and we're performing uh, running algorithms to uh, reduce the precision quantize the models these are deep learning techniques to help compress the size of the model so like I said the the footprint really matters and it also increases the performance you know lowers the latency uh, when you're deploying in production and so that's that's where we've been able to help solve. Uh, some of these problems that customers face when they're deploying AI at the edge.
1: You know, I love hearing how you guys are tackling those challenges head on. And Deepthi, I would like for you to explain how Intel and your ecosystem partners have worked together to meet the challenges with with both software and hardware solutions.
0: Yes, definitely. So uh, so there are uh, two components of this equation. So Uh, Like you mentioned, there is the uh, software component uh, and there is the hardware component. So for the hardware component, uh, Intel offers a strong uh, portfolio of hardware solutions um, targeted for AI inferencing. So this includes solutions like the Intel Xeon processors, Intel uh, Intel Core processors, uh, Intel FPGAs, uh, among others, um, that our partners have been able to leverage. And on the software side, uh, our OpenVINO toolkit uh, provides accelerated uh, inferencing solutions. Um, And these uh, uh, also take advantage of the hardware features. So it's tightly coupled and integrated. Uh, Another good feature of the OpenVINO toolkit is that it offers a a common software API, uh, which really provides flexibility Uh, to our partners and customers, so they don't have to worry about the software portability. Um, And in addition to that, in collaboration with our partners, so we have uh, developed uh, an inferencing solution uh, known as OpenUno model server. So a combination of the hardware and software optimizations have really enabled our customers in many cases to uh, demonstrate a significant performance improvement for their deep learning model deployment, and um, yeah, so basically they've been able to leverage these uh, software optimizations and goodness and um, notice several fold improvement in
1: I know both of you have touched on OpenVINO a little bit, and I want to dive into that more uh, because more and more healthcare solution providers, they're moving from CPU only to a variety of hardware and software solutions, including GPU and iGPU that use OpenVINO. So can you go ahead and explain a little more in depth what OpenVINO is? What it does and why its ability to switch between devices with just one line of code is so important.
2: Yeah, definitely. I, I was, you know, happy that Deepthi <laughs> brought up OpenVino because yeah, we want to explain well, why why does a customer need this and why why is that important having this this common API. Um, but it's really the plug-in architecture uh, in OpenVino um, that's that's. Powerful. So if you have different devices, you know, if you have different CPUs, you know, whether it's an Intel Core processor, an Intel Xeon processor, uh, the different, you know, data center versus client uh, SKUs of the CPU, or a GPU, an integrated GPU uh, inside your Intel Core processor, uh, and other accelerators from Intel, those all have different Uh, requirements, different dependencies to run on a system. So you'll need to install special libraries or potentially have different drivers that get installed. And so what OpenVINO is helping to do uh, when you look at the hardware is we're providing, like Deethe said, a common API for you to make those prediction requests so that you can get the inference results from an AI model, uh, whether you're using you know, an Intel CPU or an integrated GPU, um, we're making it easy for you to call the hardware from the software. Uh, because, like you said, more and more healthcare prov- health solution providers have heterogeneous deployments. They don't just have a CPU uh, uh, for their inference. They're going to have other hardware like a discrete uh, accelerator card or an integrated graphics card. And they want to maximize and and utilize that hardware, which in many cases, you know, the Intel integrated GPUs, they can provide uh, better performance uh, than the CPU for certain models for segmentation, for example. And, you know, typically you don't think of Intel as, as, when you hear GPUs, it's not always Intel that you think of, but we've been a leader with integrated graphics. And, you know, now with OpenVINO, we're helping unlock sort of that hidden power that you may have already uh inside your Intel core processor and making that GPU usable for doing segmentation doing this inference uh and and I think that's really powerful
1: Absolutely. And you know, when I I hear great explanations like that, it just makes you want to hear uh, some more examples. (laughs) So Deepthi, could you share some real-time use cases that have benefited from your approach to AI-based medical imaging at the edge?
0: Yeah, definitely. So uh, I spoke about um, our partner GE's pneumothorax uh, detection solution earlier. Um, and they were able to leverage uh, Intel's hardware and software solutions like OpenVINO uh, that we just uh, talked about. Uh, And they were able to use the combination of uh, these two uh, hardware and software components to accelerate their pneumothorax detection pipeline by almost 3.3x, which is Uh, amazing. Uh, And in uh, in another example is in collaboration with Samsung Medicine. um, Samsung Medicine was able to leverage uh, Intel technologies for their automated ultrasound measurement technologies um, that informed uh, clinical decisions. So using the Intel core processors and the Intel OpenVINO toolkit, they were able to uh, achieve an inference speedup of almost 4.7x. Uh, for their biometry assist and labor assist technologies, so these are some of the use cases that I talked about. there are uh, many others where our partners and customers were able to leverage uh, Intel technologies to uh, to uh, obtain several fold improvements in performance.
1: It's pretty incredible and you know technology is just moving so quickly um. So Ryan, you know, looking to the future, what are the specific needs that will need to be addressed moving forward, and and how is OpenVino evolving to meet those needs?
2: Yeah, so we're a lot of changes happen uh, in this space, and they happen very quickly. And so, really, I mean, just a lot of the work we we do is just make sure we we stay uh, kept kept up with what's the the bleeding edge, you know, uh, technology. But there's a few examples of You know, uh, we're working with OpenVino to become more tightly integrated with the deep learning frameworks and be able to move more quickly from uh, model development, model training, uh, and preparing the 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 model that you're going to use in production. Well, getting it from TensorFlow and PyTorch and the other deep learning frameworks over to OpenVino so that you can deploy it at scale. Uh, We're our next release of OpenVINO is going to make it easier to to move the model from the training into de- development phase over to the deployment phase, and there's also some uh, features like dynamic shapes. This is a, a feature that certain models have expect a dynamic input, uh, a dynamic shape coming in uh, as the input, which is a very technical uh <laughs> very technical thing, but it's something that we're we're enabling to support uh, because it's something that's highly requested by our customers and, and being widely used for a number of use cases. And I guess the third example that I would say is we there's a lot of models and there's a lot of new innovation that's happening. You know, if you read the research papers from the NeurIPS conference that's happening uh, this month and the other computer vision and deep learning conferences that are happening. There's so much innovation and we have to keep optimizing and uh, adding support for the latest and greatest models that the healthcare industry and our partners in industrial space or retail uh, are starting to adopt in production uh, because there's a little bit of a, a lag time between you know, an academic research paper and going into production. But every year that amount of time seems to shrink, right? So there's more rapid adoption and there's more willingness to uh, dive in and start leveraging some of the latest advances in the field. And we, we are sprinting uh, with OpenVINO to, to keep evolving and uh, keep meeting the needs of the industry.
1: Well, it's such an exciting time to be in this industry because, like you said, everything's changing so quickly and for the better. So I want to thank Ryan and DV. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. And if people want to learn more about everything we've talked about today, where should they go?
2: Yeah, so we have a few resources all all throughout the first one. Um, We, during the Intel Innovation Conference uh, earlier this year, we we published a a tutorial that shows how to use the OpenVINO toolkit to optimize a computerized tomography, a CT model uh, that detects kidneys. And it sort of teaches you the, you know, step by step how to use OpenVINO and how to use our tools for optimization, and then how to actually visualize using some actual CT scans uh, and you can see how the model works. So we'll we'll drop a, a link to the Jupyter notebook uh, that can, any developer can go pick this up and run it on their laptop uh, anywhere that they have an Intel CPU and sort of see what OpenVINO does uh, from a developer perspective.
1: Wonderful. Well, thank you again, Ryan and Deepthi, for joining me today. This was a great conversation.
2: Yeah, thank you. And we also have a link to our customer success stories that we'll drop in. So from a business angle, if you want to see some of the examples that Deepthi talked about, Samsung Medicine, Siemens, GE Healthcare, we have some case studies and white papers uh, that really detail the the business cases and how we've solved those problems uh, for the customer.
0: Yeah. And I know we talked about some today, but if you are interested, you can uh, go check out more of these customer success stories uh, by uh, uh, going to the URL hdpsintel.com. OpenMino you know, uh, success stories. So I just wanted to add that.
1: Absolutely. Well, those are great resources. Thank you both so much for sharing your expertise, giving us some great, uh, great examples, and also just getting us excited about what's to come. I want to thank all of you for listening to this episode of Health and Life Sciences at the Edge brought to you by the Intel Internet of Things group. Make sure that you are subscribing to this channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Simplecast, wherever you like to get your podcasts to hear more from the Intel Internet of Things group. We'll be back with more episodes in the very near future. But until then, I have been your host, Hillary Kennedy. Thank you so much for listening.